Chile also. I feel like this is all very familiar. Yeah, like you've like done this done before. This. Well, you have because it's like... in the search bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Sorry, we were doing some really important information. <laughs> A deep dive into Seb's Someone's evil twin. in my identity. <laughs> Sebastian identity? Dekeister. He's like Whoa. Seb, but he's jacked. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. It's like enemy. Oh, yeah. When's the, when's the spider gonna arrive? Am I right, guys? That movie is weird. Is it whack though? Yes. <gasps> What's the name of it? Wow, nice <laughs> reference. Okay, we can't use this as the actual intro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know I don't want to cut it out. You already know that. Adam doesn't like to cut anything out. That's Never. Perfect. So just Aw, thanks, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> um, should we sing something to start? Sure. Yeah. You I don't start. know any French okay. songs. They did a couple in the movie, I think. They did. There, there is. Oh movie. yeah, there's oh, a lot of. Rhyming. I got a good one. Bonafette at toi. Bonafette at toi. Bonafette at toi. Gotta be more words than that. God. <laughs> Happy birthday! If to it's your birthday, this episode's dedicated and to you. you. Are French. Only you. Only yeah, it. only people whose birthday it is. So listen that's, to this on your birthday, and it'll be yours. If you're oh. French. That's good that we started singing that one, because I was going to do the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like <laughs> a big pizza pie, that's amore. It's in English. Wrong place. <laughs> Come on, Adam. That's why I said it's good we did this one. Does anyone want to explain why we sung a French song? Yes. Wait, should we introduce the podcast? Yeah. No. <clears throat> Welcome, our friends and colleagues. <laughs> That's not even funny. <laughs> Can I start again? <laughs> <laughs> You're editing this. It's... Welcome, our friends and listeners, who are also our friends, to another. <laughs> so I was already upset. <laughs> No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. That's amore. Uh, <laughs> to another episode of Is It Whack? We're in the midst of a mini-series here, but first I'm going to tell you what we do on Is It Whack? We look at movies, and we discuss whether or not they are whack. Whack meaning a number of different things. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it problematic? Is it not? Um, whack is a pretty fluid term, you know? So we're going to uh, talk about that. But as I said, we're in the midst of a mini-series here where we're talking about movies that relate to the idea of food Mm-mm. we've each brought in a movie that has yeah. something to do with food we're going to take something from each of these movies and create a delicious dinner for our friend kun who is then going to review that dinner and tell us if it and us by extension <laughs> are whack oh, no. i dread that night that's, that's <laughs> um and what movie are we here to talk to, to talk to, to talk about today uh, hi, I'm Seb, and today I picked a movie. I oh, want to. Yeah. Wait, should we introduce all ourselves? Yeah, I'm Funky. Hi, <laughs> I'm Nara, and I'm Adam. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to do a movie that's like more about like the social element of food, and there's very little actual food in this movie, um, which is Dinner de Caen or the Dinner Game in English. Um, and it's about a guy. Wait, is that a summary corner? 
Oh, are we hopping into the summer oh, corner already? Yeah. I think like we yeah. should jump in because it's Let's like oh, yeah. can't talk about the movie without the premise. Nah, that's just. Man, we just let's episode. switch up. Yeah, we can switch can up the format. The this is. Shibs. <laughs> no one can hear Shibs. you. Summery quarter when the summery hits your eye like. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the corner. All right, so this movie, the the premise is about this guy, uh, whose name I have forgotten. I don't remember it either. I don't. I think it's, I, I wrote uh, it down as the Denny. guy. Yeah. Oh, the guy. The his Denny name Dupont. is like. Is it Pierre? It's like something Brochon. I think it might be Pierre. Even though that's the first French <laughs> name that no one can hear you. It's going Jacques. It is Pierre. It yeah, is it Pierre. is Pierre. Wow. Is I just Bro- looked it up. Is his last name Brochon? It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got his last oh, name. Look at you guys. So Pierre and his friends have a dinner every week where they find the biggest idiot that they can find. And uh, they bring them to dinner, and it's a contest who can bring the biggest idiot. If this sounds familiar, you may have seen the American remake Dinner for Schmucks, which is terrible. Um, but this is the French original. Wait, I have, a, I have a question. Am I, like, projecting this, or is their dinner not on Wednesday nights? Oh, it is. It is. It is on Wednesday nights. Whack Wednesdays. Whack Wednesdays. Whack Wednesdays, yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, <laughs> what's the significance of it being on Wednesday? We upload episodes every Wednesday. Ah, yes. <laughs> on Whack Wednesdays. I knew that. Yes, okay. Um, I just, it's every single Wednesday. They are bringing idiots into their home <laughs> every a, week. It's a, it's a lot. That is so much. Like, The implication is that they've been doing it a long time, too. It doesn't seem like a new thing. And that they have scouts who bring, who find find people that would be suitable for this dinner. There's like the, there's a weird, like, like, weird secret society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I just want to ask a question. First of all, the, 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 for our dinner with Kun, you're not, you, or do you think Kun's an idiot? Is that what, is that why you you chose this movie? No. Here's the thing. Is that what you're bringing? I had not seen this movie in a long time since I was a kid. I knew the idea, <laughs> but I thought I just wanted a movie that looked at uh, dinner as a social concept okay. and see if we could add a social element in some okay. way. Probably not a contest. Okay. Definitely not a mean-spirited contest, okay. <laughs> but something where we can you know, change what eating is socially, not just the ingredients or Pour some vinegar in your wine. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a, that that a good the thing. Also, I was thinking, uh, just as you were saying this right now, should we call that dinner with Kun Le Dinner de Kun? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's that would translate to the dinner, the of dinner Kun. Yeah, the dinner of Kun. I guess that that's makes not sense. That bad. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty close. Did you think of that before? I didn't. No, that was just not. I did think of the other thing before of if you were chose this movie, right? Uh, because you're bringing an idiot to dinner, right? Mm. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to. Your mind. I yeah, like it. I did not think of that in relation to Khan, but while I was watching it, I was like, I hope people don't think this is what I'm suggesting like, <laughs> that we bring idiots. I just wanted to make sure up front, so no one's asking that question throughout yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Should we should we dive into when we first saw it? I think it's gonna be pretty similar for everyone except for Seb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I woke up this morning and I frantically messaged Seb. Seb, I can't find <laughs> a version of this with English subtitles. Um, and then after like seven tries, I found one. Um, and yeah, just like watched the full thing right there and then. That that was my experience with it. 
I watched this film in two halves. I watched it. Um, Which half first? <laughs> uh, the the first half. First. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I watched most of it on Thursday. Uh, after also looking for a version with English subtitles for a long time, and I was gonna go rent it from Isor Cinema because they have it, but Isor Cinema didn't open till three, and oh. I had plans that afternoon at like three <laughs> thirty. So shout I was out like, Isor Cinema though. Yeah, shout they out Isor Cinema. You just have to. I just have to plan more in advance if I want to watch a movie in the morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I watch the second half on Friday. Yes, on Friday after work, I watch the second half, hmm. and yeah, that, that's that. I watched it in two halves. Yeah, I watched this movie in one part. <laughs> nice. The whole part of the movie. And I watched it yesterday. Uh, it was a snowy day outside, and I was looking out my window, seeing all the <laughs> snowfall, thinking I'd love to be out there building a snowman. But instead, I was in here building a snowman in my mind of ideas about this movie. Seb, when Ooh. did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it when I was a kid. I, we had a VHS for sure, and I've definitely watched it at my cottage. I don't know if it's the, that was the first time. I've seen it at least like three or four times, and I watched it again this morning. I was hoping it would hold up. And? I, I still enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. Did you think it was whack? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of mild. Like, it's not <laughs> super, like... <laughs> like, it's not, like, out there, really. But I... there There's there's something to it. Something whack about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that whack because I feel like the setup to what they were doing, like, the, the dinner that they do weekly is pretty whack. But everything that happened in the movie, I was like, "Yeah, okay." I mean, like, I don't, I don't feel that bad, honestly. This guy's life went to shit because of how he's been acting. I don't know. It felt like a kind of like a karma thing for mm-hmm. him. So I was like, "It's not that whack. I'm kind of fine with this." Yeah, similar to Funke, I was like, it just all seemed like pretty conventional or what I'd expect from sort of like asshole meets this like underdog guy who he doesn't really like who ends up like teaching him a big life lesson Mm. it seemed pretty like on par with a lot of those films um but it was like an enjoyable watch Um, well this is a great start to the pod that none of us feel passionate Uh, (laughs) no i I got some i got some defenses okay i'm excited to talk about it no i still think it's a good movie with lots of interesting things to talk about i just don't think it's that whack yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i personally don't think it's whack i think it's fairly like Come see, come saw. Um, it's not Trey Mal. It's not Trey uh, Bien. Uh, <laughs> no, I actually thought it was pretty Bien. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, in terms of whackness, I would also agree. Eh, not super whack. Here's some choices I think are slightly bold that okay. I think you might not get from how we're describing it. You never see the dinner, mm-hmm. which the American version does show the dinner, which mm-hmm. kind of like this is the point. I didn't see the American one. It's bad. <laughs> um, but it also like uh, takes place almost entirely in the one apartment, um, which is the Pierre's apartment as they're trying to get to the dinner. Um, and it's kind of like, I feel like almost like a 30s or 40s movie kind of way to do it. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. or almost like play like where characters come in and out and yeah. there's like little misunderstandings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but they're always stuck in the apartment. Yeah, I, I just thought of, thought of something whack, but I'll bring it up later. Okay, <laughs> it, it it felt like one of those like buddy slapstick comedies like for, like from a long time ago. Mm. Um, it did 
I don't know the relationship they had. I was like, this sucks. Like I don't like <laughs> this guy. He's yeah. dealing with this rich asshole. Yeah. For so long, he's just simping for him. He's like white knighting the whole time. <laughs> for what? Like for what are you doing this for? Like that was really like it just made me feel ugh. And even at the end, sorry, I'm jumping to the end, but like it's like why are you riding for this guy after all of this? Like he, you you heard that he made he brought you because you're an idiot. And yeah. now you're like, listen, man, like I've been broken up with two and no <laughs> one should be broken up with. <laughs> what was like? <laughs> yeah, I also did not like the ending, but I think we'll get to that. Yes, we'll get yeah. to that. But I, I do agree. And it did leave kind of a bad taste in my mouth at the end of the movie. And it took like a day later coming back to being like, oh, no, actually, I do think a lot of stuff in there is interesting. Yeah. I also um, I, I agree with what you said, Seb, that it's interesting that like they never do show the dinner and you as an audience have this kind of like morbid curiosity of like, Oh yeah, I want to see what this dinner actually functions as. But the point of the movie is like, you shouldn't be making fun of people to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Uh, or at least that's one of the points of the movie. We shouldn't be like, who are we telling jokes about and at whose expense and why? Um, and so I think it would kind of miss the point of the movie if we actually do get to the dinner and they are just making jokes about these people that they deem as stupid. It's like, oh, we don't really want to see that. That just seems mean-spirited. Um, but still, it's in the back of your mind the whole time. It's like, yeah, but I, I'm kind of, mm-hmm. what would that dinner be like? What yeah. would it be like? <laughs> but here's the thing that I think interacts with that in an interesting way, where I think Francois, like the idiot character, or like who's supposedly the idiot, is actually like kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like it is. No, he is legitimately he is like frustrating and kind of idiotic like he is like at times you're like okay you're like he's like nice and naive but then he's also just like i'm just like he won't leave he won't leave he doesn't understand social like any yeah not it's not that he doesn't get the social cues it seems like he gets it and then he chooses to ignore it so it's sort of like there's not like that thing because there's like moments in the film where he'll repeat back like the instruction that was given to him and mm-hmm. then just like completely disregard it. So I'm yeah. just like, you <laughs> kind of are also an asshole because you're just like not like there's no empathy really going on here until the end. Yeah. But I like that, that they don't make him like this completely sweet guy. And it's just like, this guy's totally bad. And this guy's totally good. Like you do get that he's frustrating. And I think there's a really great character moment where like, Several times he's, like, about to leave and he keeps, like, hanging around. Cause, yeah. But I think the idea is that he's, like, really lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a part where he knows that he's needed. He kind of drops this piece of information he has that he knows that Pierre will want. And he starts to leave. And then you see him smiling as Pierre, like, chases after him. Yeah. And I th- think he's just so excited to have a friend. And he just, like, wants to yeah. kept around. But he also has a friend. Right? Yeah, like that, yeah his, the other guy. <laughs> yeah. And he also has a wife that they seem to love each other. Huh? No. His wife left him. We're talking about we're talking Who's about the person isn't the person he works with at the start, don't they kiss when they're like getting in the car? Oh, I think they're like French. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. French people just kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just coworkers. Just like, oh yeah, French people just kiss each other. I forgot about <laughs> Yeah, they're just coworkers. Yeah. But also yeah, he has that friend. And then I feel like like, he doesn't seem hated in his workplace. No, everyone's like, that's the guy. He's a genius. Yeah. I loved when his, like, <laughs> the other tax inspector, like, was just like, isn't this guy amazing? Like, oh, he's so great at what he does. And uh, the idiot or whatever is like, stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just pressing the phone. I didn't even call yet. I was like, oh, 
that's a good vibe there. But the thing is, as frustrating as he is at times, I, I never felt like he was like a quote unquote like idiot. Like I thought that most of the stuff that happens is because of just like misunderstandings. Like the mistakes that he makes are largely just because of misunderstandings. I know he doesn't want to leave, and that's like not being very socially aware that mm-hmm. like this guy obviously doesn't want him here. But like, I don't think he makes like stupid decisions. I think there's he's definitely like not self aware in a lot of ways. But I think there's a cool like discussion to be had with like the Good Burger episode where we talked about Ed as a mm-hmm. character who just doesn't understand anything, and he's a frustrating character because of that. Mm-hmm. I think Francois has like a viewpoint. Like, you you understand kind of why. Like, he just, I think he gets, like, caught up in the feeling of things. Like, several times he's tasked with doing something, like a phone call or something, and he gets wrapped up in something that's not the purpose of the phone call. Like, he's supposed to impersonate a movie producer to try and find out where Pierre's <laughs> wife is, and he just actually gets wrapped up in being, like, a movie producer. Like, yeah. he tries to actually get the right part of something. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. I, I also think... Their definition, like the rich people's, what do we call them? Are who are those people? The Assholes. <laughs> yeah. So their definition of an idiot, the bourgeoisie, <laughs> yes, is is just someone who has a hobby. French. It seems like yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Someone yeah. Who has yeah. Like, I thought that was yeah. Who has like a hobby that doesn't give them like social gain? Yeah, yeah. It's I like, was like, it's just like cloutless hobbies. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, because when they were making fun of him, he's like, I built this like replica of the the eiffel tower out of toothpicks or whatever and i was like mm-hmm. damn like that's it was that so takes cool. a lot of yeah, he, yeah like it didn't look ugly or anything like they could have made it look bad but he was like talented in doing that mm-hmm. and then the guy was like what did that take you every night did you work hard on that thing did you work on it yeah we got a world-class idiot guy like, <laughs> we got a big one and the boomerang collector too yeah the was boomerang like, collector cool. did get hit in the head with the boomerang he was though. yeah but because he answered a phone call yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, his was boomerangs also were not organized <laughs> but yeah I, I agree with that though it's like uh yeah, it's like if you are interested in something, you have a passion, you're actually like working hard about something or yeah. have mm-hmm. any kind of like idiosyncrasy or like just something you really care about, that's like fodder for people to make fun of you. And I think that actually is a true thing in yeah, real life. that's definitely like true. Like being, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, it's like being um, passionate about something, especially when you're in like high school or middle school, is always the thing that you get like torn apart Rose for or bullied it, for yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like the quote-unquote like cool people are the ones that seem like just detached from they everything and seem like no, i don't give a shit about anything yeah. like i don't care whatever and i thought that this movie tapped into that really well it's like being earnestly passionate and actually caring about something is always fodder for being made fun of which mm. is unfortunate the idiots are more just kind of like uncool i feel like yeah like it's like they just find like a loser i think they find like i think it's just somebody like it's like again like they're uncool but they're like uncool because like a they have a hobby but they don't like have an awareness of like how other people perceive that ho- mm-hmm. hobby yeah right. like it's just like them not caring about like how they're perceived or like ignoring how they're perceived sort of thing yeah right yeah so, so it's like i guess also for like the assholes it makes it easier for them to make fun of them because these people don't have any self-awareness mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> it's genuinely cruel like it's so <laughs> cruel of an event and like the longer you go through the movie it's just like wow like these guys are not good people and he's he depends pierre depends on francois the whole time Mm -hmm. like from him not being able to move because of his back to like Mm -hmm. all the phone calls he's making and it's like this guy is doing so much for you and you 
really don't seem to care. And even mm. by the end, I, I don't feel like Pierre changed that much. Like, no. yeah. like Francois was saying that he does a bunch of things to like grow as a person, but I also don't believe that. It's more just stuff that happens to him. Yeah, Yeah. and he's scrambling most of the time. I also think there's something in that of like, um, as metaphor for class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there's these like these uh, rich assholes, these bourgeoisie, like they need the bourgeoisie. (laughs) (laughs) They need the like hard work of these this working class, like the people that they quote unquote think are idiots or think are beneath them. They need everything that they contribute in order for them to like continue living their like elevated high life status but still throughout the whole thing it's like they're continuously happy to just punch down and make fun of them make fun of anyone who they believe is like beneath them on the social ladder and i think that is an like a way to maintain class status and also just to feel better about themselves and not have to examine themselves at all but yeah i thought the two were very much like symbolic of that um Bourgeoisie. <laughs> and uh, sorry, this is so offensive for any French people who are listening. I'm sorry. On their birthday too. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm not, I don't know where I'm going. You're French, or what? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> comment on the thing I said, please. Don't comment on that. <laughs> but I do think that all that stuff is in there. Like they show, in terms of hobbies, even. Uh, Pierre throws out his back because he's playing golf. Yeah. And it's like rich we see thing, yeah. all the rich people playing golf and that's their hobby. And then we see like all the more middle class people have their own weird hobbies and they're like looked down on. I also think the boomerang thing is maybe interesting symbolism is that it's the first image of the movie and it's like what goes around I comes think it around. Yeah, I think true, that's what it's true, supposed true. to be. The guy gets hit with the boomerang. Yeah. Um. One thing I was confused about is like why this man's friend uh uh just why he decides to like come back like he's the best character he's such a funny character but i'm just like that's the rich guy's friend the rich guy's friend who who they like weren't friends i'm like why like why didn't his friend like come back like i don't (laughs) understand that dynamic at all like this friendship that has been broken for like multiple years that's just repaired yeah in like 45 minutes it seemed like he was gonna be a villain or like an antagonist Mm -hmm. at the start he's like she called me, <laughs> and I, I don't even know. I can't even tell you what she said. Like, he shot, like, almost in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. There's a Where is he, like, at like the that. beginning? Like, he's just in his house. Yeah. Okay. Should he's just, like, summary corner yeah, was about, he's like, in his house in the dark? Like, <laughs> he's suspicious. Yeah, I feel like I should do a general plot thing, because most of the movie is not, like, about the dinner, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Francois, the idiot, goes to Pierre's house, or the quote-unquote idiot, um, and... Pierre's wife is leaving him and most of the movie Pierre is trying to get her back in some way and Francois is either helping or causing obstacles and for a lot of the movie this guy Juice LeBlanc who uh, is friends with Pierre is there and Pierre thinks that his wife ran away with Juice because he like seduced her away from him years ago Um, but Juice just wants to help and uh, is there for most of the movie and is always laughing at everything that's which so good. usually it's annoys so me funny. but i think it's the funniest thing it's in this so movie. funny it's perfect in this one like I, I i love that he was there just laughing like the one scene where um his uh pierre's girlfriend comes in mm-hmm. and everything goes to shit like back to back, yeah. to back. he's just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the room, and no one else is laughing everyone just stares at him like 
why are you doing this? Is like, he who like, are you laughing to? Is he like a weird like high like high art version of like a laugh track? Like, is he like? <laughs> I think he's actually the perspective character. Yeah, because he explains he it a is. lot. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, this is th- you're doing all this stuff. This is happening to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is hilarious. I think he's actually really important to the movie because you guys are right. You don't really identify with Pierre or Francois for mm-hmm. much of it, but Juste both recognizes that Pierre is a bad person and deserves what's happening to him but also wants to help and is like trying to get him to like achieve like his goals. Yeah. So he's like kind of what we But are. as a perspective, I mean, I don't really want to help him though. I kind of want to see him suffer. Mm-hmm. Sure. Fear. But I, I think just like by nature of movie. Yeah. Like if a character has a goal, then I don't know. You kind of, you, yeah, you, you root for them to. You do, do, you are kind of rooting for Pierre, I guess, just because he is the main character a little bit. But yeah, he's an asshole. Like, he mm-hmm. is an asshole. I think also, like, with Juiced as, like, the perspective character, I feel like Juiced isn't even so much, like, I want to help you. I feel like at that point, he's just, like, taking so much pity on Pierre. So mm-hmm. he's, like, like, I don't know, man. Like, I may as well. Like, you're having, like, a worse night than I am. Like, I'll help you move all your expensive things into this room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah it sort of seems like Juice is, like, just along for the ride. He's just like, I want to see where this is going to go. Yeah, definitely, kind definitely. He's, he's like, yeah, your wife left you and you're getting audited by the tax <laughs> man the same night by the idiot you invited? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, guess, this phase. I guess he does kind of act as, like, when, like, you see someone's... uh uh life falling apart and uh you're like you can't really like help them but just gonna be there for them you kind of you kind of want to be there for them and you have to be there for them but also like you know you're also content to just kind of watch it go down (laughs) and and he was like he was like betrayed if you don't like the person he was betrayed by pierre right bad person yeah i'm like is is just like a really nice person who's like I think he is a really good okay. person, but I think he also like is deservedly enjoying a little bit yeah. of the yeah. stuff happening to him. I think he's saying the right things that it's like, you know, you go get him, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you still got this. But also like, yeah, you see it because even in him laughing, it's like a tinge of like, well, he got he's getting his comeuppance. Yeah. He's yeah. getting what he deserves for being a bad person. Yeah. It's also like it's also weird. Like, I again, going back to the, like, that stage play sort of thing, how like Juice comes in, everybody comes in and that at the end of the night, he's like. I hope you get through it, buddy, and just leaves. <laughs> He's not like, yeah, maybe we should like hang out again or like let me know what happens. He's just like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that sort of like uh, golden age Hollywood quality about it. It's like, oh, the this guy's coming in for one scene and then he's leaving. And then, and I do like all the characters. I love the tax man. Oh, the taxman! Oh yeah, he's, the taxman's great. Yeah, crazy taxman who loves uh, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Which acts kind of right away as like a, a thing that um, the rich guys look down on him yes. for as well. Even though it's like the rich guys play golf, like they're into they're into whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, this guy has an interest as well that doesn't align with what I like as a as a bourgeois. So <laughs> I'm just gonna like. <laughs> so I'm just gonna dunk on him for that. I think, I think also like the tax man's relationship with his wife is interesting because mm-hmm. his wife fully like cheats on him with the guy uh, the guy that he's like auditing Mm. and it's like weird because it's like obviously we don't see like the aftermath of that but he's still like yes i did record your like ice skating or whatever (laughs) where it's sort of it's like weird where it's just like you see how he reacts to it versus how like pierre reacts to it or pierre's like (laughs) 
uh, Pierre should just like needs like a course on like how to interact with people nicely. Yeah. yeah. Um, he needs to like go back to kindergarten. And do <laughs> but I also think the other like... thing of interesting and in how Pierre reacted to that was that like Pierre laughs pretty much right away. Like yeah. he right. feels like he's uh, enjoying the fact that this guy's wife uh, has cheated on him. Um, what is happening to him? It's well, this it's, big tragedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. Jacques even looks at him and uh, or what's his name? Francois? Yeah. Looks yeah. At, I just said a French name. <laughs> <laughs> So I looked at him and it's like, wow, like you're laughing at my boy. Like his wife just left him. I can't believe that. Yeah. Like, and and um, Jacques Fra- Francois <laughs> showed a ton of compassion for Pierre from the start. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yet Pierre thinks that Francois is the idiot. Yeah. Pierre's so interesting. Pierre's the idiot. Because when it started, when he's like still trying to get to the dinner, he... His wife is like, please don't do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want you to do this. Like, this is a bad person thing to do. And you're doing it. And I feel bad. Like, I'm not feeling good today. Can you just stay home? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want you to do this. And he's like, hey, come to the idiot dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I'm leaving. Uh, And that's how she she leaves. Right. He could have avoided all of it. He could have. Yeah. And then his back gets broken. And he's and his his. His um, back doctor is like, yo, you can't move like, or else you're, you're going to be out for three weeks. He's like, oh, but I still want to bring my idiot to the idiot He's dinner. so hyped on this idiot. But, uh, but I think that's because like, it's the only thing to distract him from like the woes in his life is to like make fun of other people, oh right? It's like, gosh. it's the only way for him to like not have to face his own issues is to just like dunk on people that he thinks are beneath him. And I think, like, that is a resonant thing. Like, I feel like everyone at some point in their life, as good of people as we are, Mm -hmm. there's definitely been times where, like, you laugh at someone else to, like, hide from the pain that you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think that he is just, like, the total um, epitome of of that. Yeah. And the whole dinner concept is that whole idea just blown out. Yeah. And I think it's a credit to the that idea and actually the performance which i think is really good that pierre never really comes off like a cartoon like yeah. he really seems like a real guy who mm-hmm. you like yeah. have met also props that that actor just have to like hold his back throughout every <laughs> single scene he does do a good job of it yeah it's pretty pretty consistent even when he's yeah. running like running around yeah he he's, like, like he's, he's like that yeah. and he's like limping <laughs> yeah. um also somehow he moves all his collectibles <laughs> yeah. While holding his back. yeah he just starts taking them down I'll, why did he steal all those paintings what no, he, he just didn't, didn't pay tax on yeah them. he just so didn't write them on his like taxes okay but i'm like i feel like because didn't even juiced was just like just say it's like a replica or something yeah right and yeah but that guy's good that they do establish the tax guy is really good and he really vicious really yeah oh he's the best I'll, tax guy i also had one thing on what i just said about like punching down to make yourself feel better as well like uh even uh the quote-unquote idiot what's his name francois francois like even he claims uh that the person that his wife cheated on him for is also an idiot and i think that the tax inspector also says that that guy he's auditing who his wife ends up cheating on him with right is an idiot as well it's like every person it's just like anyone else it's easy (laughs) to just be like oh that person's an idiot that person sucks yeah and in every single case, it's just to deflect from how they actually feel and the hurt that they feel. In, right. in Francois's defense, though, he does say, he's like, that guy's an idiot, but he's also a really nice guy. Yeah. He does, he does, <laughs> he does say, say that. that. He does. He does. Well, like, I think that that's even 
like ties into it even Proof more that, that it's like yeah. yeah it's like he can at least acknowledge like yeah this guy's this guy's actually not an idiot yeah. but he's just saying that so that he can feel good yeah right yeah but it's just, yeah damn francois and he's a windsurfer only talks about windsurfing yeah, <laughs> yeah only talks about windsurfing <laughs> that'd be worse though like i feel i feel like if i were to take one of the idiots to dinner there i'd definitely take windsurfer guy oh yeah because like <laughs> windsurfer that sounds awesome what is that it's like where they have the the thingies you, and you're on the board and, and you're on the board and you hold and there's like the big sail on it oh it's like okay. sailboat but one person and you're standing up okay it's supposed to be really hard that's yeah legend. you need a lot of, you really need a lot of yeah. muscle but yeah. i do like that idea that it's and uh pierre thinks that it's a sliding scale he kind of implies when he's talking to Francois, he's like, oh, you think this guy's an idiot? I got to yeah. meet him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. This guy must be even dumber. But I think it's actually a circle. Like, yeah. it's all just like everyone thinks that someone else is an idiot because they're just frustrating in some way. And they're, like, unhappy yeah, yeah about themselves, as you said. I thought it was going to become a movie about just, like, finding the biggest idiot. Like, he'd, he'd like, contact the windsurfer and be like, <laughs> okay, I'm bringing you instead. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, there's another idiot. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that, but it didn't go that direction. And I was like, huh, well, why, why didn't it? But this, yeah, the circle idea makes sense then because they are all kind of idiots in their own way and calling each other idiots just makes them feel good. Yeah. And, yeah. and idiot is used interchangeably with like asshole and stuff. And like Francois even says the tax collector is an idiot, but mm-hmm. then later they need him and he's shown to be brilliant in yeah. certain ways. Yeah, and I think that ties into, like, a bigger idea that I was thinking of throughout the movie, which is just, like, how is intelligence measured in general? Mm -hmm. Like, I think by the end of the movie, my thought was just, like, being smart is just being kind and compassionate to people and, like, open-minded and good-hearted. Like, that's that's being a smart person. It's not about any kind of... um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I said yeah. my point. I feel like I made myself clear and now someone else can uh, yeah. respond. <laughs> when um when uh Francois is like making the final phone call to the wife and Pierre has like finally given up on him, I feel like completely. Mm-hmm. Just uh, so many failed phone calls in this movie. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, like I think Pierre perks up his ears because he's like, "Oh, Francois is fooling the hospital." Like as pretending to be like someone in a higher position than he is to mm-hmm. get through it. And he's like, oh, this this guy's kind of smart. Like, he doesn't say that, but, like, it's it's his expression on the, on his face. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is that? Like, why do you care now? You're just going to use him even more now? I yeah. Just, yeah. What? He's just such an asshole. You can also see in that moment, it's like, as much as, like, Francois kind of, like, messed up his life, you can see that he, like, genu- genuinely, like, listened to Pierre because he, like, brings up the name of this doctor mm-hmm. that pierre mentioned like when they first met time ago yeah. so it's sort of like that entire thing i think he sort of sees as like francois like may need to think through his actions a little bit more before he carries them out he may be too excited but he has like been genuinely listening and like considering everything that like all the information that's been given to him um and it's not just sort of like that thing where he's like i don't know where he's just like there because he's lonely like it's more than that like Mm -hmm. he may be lonely Mm -hmm. but he's also like he does care like he does care in some capacity the other thing i was thinking of in that moment is like um maybe i'm confusing it with another moment but i i I, there was a part where um 
Francois. Who, who is the who is the rich one? Pierre. Pierre. Okay, Pierre. Yeah, he he sees that Francois has some kind of like value to him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like very nice to him for yeah. like a brief moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he screws something up and then it's right back. Yeah, exactly. He goes right back to that. And I thought that was like another very truthful, like resonant thing as well. I, I even saw that like, I see that in the art, in the arts circle a lot. It's like the kind of social climber yeah. idea where it's like, there are so many people that like in the first couple of years of university that were like not nice to me at all. And then once they thought they that aligning themselves with me or something <laughs> like, like you have something they, that, that I had some kind yeah, of yeah. value to them, yeah. then all of a sudden I could see they were so much nicer and friendlier and wanted to get to know me. And it's like, man, you were so mean to me like two yeah. months ago. I'm just airing out personal no, grievances no, no. right yeah. now, but, but that's that's name therapy, names. therapy <laughs> corner. <laughs> Bring them to a dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Funko, well, you were gonna, well, you no. can. Oh, I was just no, saying you can also see like the difference between where it's like. Like everything that France Francois does is like out of like genuine caring, whereas like everything that Pierre does is out of selfishness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like even at the end when he like starts being nice to like Francois, he's not actually being nice. He's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, you did something for me, so I guess like I have to be nice to mm-hmm. you because like then it'll just like because like then it'll ref- reflect poorly on me to my wife who you just won back right. for me instead yeah. of him actually being like oh like thank you like i don't think at the end like even you can see like he's happy for himself yeah he's happy for himself he's happy for like what happened so i think like throughout that entire thing like i don't know just showing like people who are generally genuinely nice like even the tax auditor who's like supposed to be this like really like vicious like dude who doesn't let anybody get off without paying their taxes properly he's like still is nice and he's like yeah i'll go back to my work on like a weekend yeah. while the game is playing you just right. have to make me dinner right. which is like a pretty fair trade-off yeah, like i'd say um he's still like going out of he his said way go marseille yeah he did say <laughs> oh. go marseille but even <laughs> that like that <laughs> like even you can see then you can see like a healthy like sort of teasing friendship yeah, yeah, as definitely. opposed to like how pierre is just like and they compliment each other yeah they compliment a lot yeah. they yeah. do when yeah. when he is kind of fucking over pierre uh Francois was like, yeah, nice. You're the best. I knew you would get this case. Like, awesome. Even though he was helping out Pierre kind of hide this stuff. Anyways, it was like, what? which side is he on? Yeah, yeah. He's just genuinely excited for his friends being good at stuff. Yeah. 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 And Pierre's not good at hiding stuff, so he can't be excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool that I feel like Pierre doesn't really have an arc at all. But I think the arc of the movie is just our idea of Francois changes a little bit our understanding mm. of mm. who he is and we respect him a little more by the end yeah sorry which one's Francois and which one's Pierre Francois, Pierre Rich Francois is the Pierre idiot. Rich okay yeah, I'll, remember rich. I'll remember that Pierre I'll remember B. that Pierre B. Rich I'm so bad at characters names no this whenever I see name. anyone start to talk in this episode I see everyone like struggling <laughs> to remember which of these <laughs> extremely <laughs> French names <laughs> I have a question what is the wife and like the <laughs> mistress? What are their names? Who are they? Why are they in the film? Several of the names point. are uh, are like French puns. Just Miss, what was it? His sister. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, her name is Marlene Sasser, and Sa- like Sasser, Sasser also means his sister. But then the subtitles just give up, and her name in English is Marlene, his sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not a name. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That was I a funny, pretty was funny, funny joke, though. <laughs> Uh, that's, a, 
That's the best name. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know if maybe I'm just missing something, but I, I just thought like the all the wife characters were treated really bad. Yeah, like I thought it was just really like boring and reductive. That mm-hmm. it seems like they're all defined by just the fact that like they're cheating on their male partners. Yeah, yeah. and then at the end, the uh, Marlene, no, not Marlene. Sorry, the what's the main character? Christine? The main female character, Christine. Yeah, the wife of. Uh, Christine of, though. <laughs> Sure, we'll go with Christine. No, I think her name is Christine. I might be wrong. I can check in a second. But yeah, she's expected to still come back and return to this guy. Yeah. yeah. Even though she's he cheated a... on her. She and might yet... not, though, at the very end. That's true. She... Yeah. Because but... Francois gives up the... But it's also, like, it's just, like, a weird thing where it's, like, Francois seems like this really Christine, nice... Christine, yeah. Sorry. Okay, this nice, caring dude throughout all of it. But then he's like, no, get back together with this dude who, like, treated you awfully mm-hmm. instead of, like, showing compassion and being, like... Sure. Like, yeah. I think the movie would have been stronger if it ended where he, like, did this phone call and he, like... Even if he wasn't, like, you should leave him, but he sort of, like, laid out the facts just as they were and yes. was, like, make your choice. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, yeah. not trying to convince her to, like, come back to Pierre. Yeah. And Francois isn't really kind to any of the women. No, no, no. He's, like, no. The, he's, like really face. shitty. <laughs> yeah. The, the one with the dogs? Marlene, yeah. Marlene, yeah. Should we explain Marlene? Because yeah. it's actually kind of a Wait, weird Wait, why thing. does Marlene have so many dogs? I missed that. I think point. the idea is, it's like, she's supposed to be, like, a crazy cat lady or something. With dogs? It's yeah, like, I guess. different in there? Okay. I think so. I don't know. But, like, uh, Marlene is... Is summary corner? Yeah, I think so. Um, so there's this character, Marlene, who is Pierre's mistress, and um, he treats her badly. Yes. And it's un- does he say that he's seeing her three to four times a week? No. I don't think I think know. that Francois yeah. makes that up, right? Yeah. He says a lot of stuff about yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Um, he keeps but he calling her nuts. Says, yeah, he mostly just says she's crazy. And he says she's an infomaniac, which I don't think is literally supposed to be true. I think he's just a dick. Yeah. yeah. And then she wants to come over and talk to him. And uh, Francois tries to turn her away, but he ends up turning away Pierre's wife because he thinks it's her. So then she shows up anyway. And they're all really mean to her. And they kick her out of the apartment. Yeah. yeah. Extremely mean. They call her crazy. <laughs> to her face. Yeah. yeah. Like a dog lover. <laughs> which is the meanest <laughs> also at the end when she's literally like on the phone with francois and she's like i'm about to about to kill myself and oh, then God. and then yeah, pierre's just like that. shut up hang, like, up. hang up with the phone she's crazy don't listen to her don't listen to her and francois's like she's gonna kill herself <laughs> and pierre's just like nope she's crazy she's lying to you blackmail yeah, yeah. blackmail and is it and this yeah like that's why i don't buy that like final monologue of the film at all when uh uh, uh francois yeah, is talking to pierre's wife <laughs> on the phone and he's being like i saw him repair an old friendship and break up with his mistress and all this stuff like just for you like mm-hmm. he truly really loves you uh I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, it seems like he's movie. just completely like emotionally manipulating her. And I guess you're right, Seb. Like we don't see what decision she makes, but it seems like she's like um, believing the emotional manipulation. And it seems like the movie wants you to think that he is. But then at the end, he's also concussed. Yeah, but at, at the end, she she calls back because Francois says he's not with Pierre, and he's just calling from a phone booth and thought it was really important. He had to tell her all this stuff about how great Pierre is, and then she calls back. Well, she calls Pierre to talk to him and francois answers so she's like oh i thought you were in a phone booth so the very end no and then the very end freeze frame yes there's a freeze frame (laughs) they start arguing there's a freeze frame it's beautiful 
Cut to credits. Minor defense, though, of it. the final speech. Okay. Uh, mm. If the movie's not about Pierre's redemption... I'd like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you... <laughs> I don't think the movie's about Pierre's redemption because he does not change at all and is consistently like an asshole up until the last moment. But I think Francois makes the best case that he could in that situation, which shows that he is smart because that's the actual arc of the movie is that like he took all the info he had and he made up this narrative that kind of works and could work if she came back. Like she would see the apartments trashed and that him and Juiced have a better relationship, even though he didn't really do those things on purpose. If she didn't dig for any more information, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just came back and took it at face value and never talked to Pierre again. Yeah, that would be true. But and it, you know, maybe it could inspire him to change mm. hypothetically. Hopefully, like I, yeah. <laughs> Hannah says, they never do. <laughs> Did, wait, what were you gonna say, Funky? Uh, uh, I forget. Sorry. <laughs> I, I remember one of Francois's points being like, he braved a tax auditor for you. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, when I'm like, yes, he should be taxed audited if he's not paying proper taxes and he's rich. Like, <laughs> it's true. Also, can we just talk about how it's, she just gets in a car crash? Yes. Oh, she didn't say that once. We didn't oh, say wow. that. <laughs> she's living the worst life. Like, it sucks that she has to be married to Pierre. <laughs> and then leaves him and gets hit by a car. Yeah, what, what's so bad about Juice that she's, like, not still a Juice? Juice seems like a great guy. Juice seems yeah. like a fantastic And guy. he looks exactly like Colin Firth. Is that just me? Is that oh, yeah, yeah, Although yeah. I French do Colin think, Firth. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was a little bit the, the point, though, I thought. Like, it doesn't really give her agency, and I think it's not good. It's not great. But uh, I think once you see Juice, you are supposed to kind of get the idea that like, oh, yeah, he is a really great guy. And Pierre was probably just pulling his own like emotional manipulation that mm-hmm. he has shown to be able to do throughout the film. Like he probably was pulling some kind of charmer. I'm a really dope guy. Yeah. And that's how mm-hmm. he like fooled her into thinking he is a really dope guy until now it's caught up with him. Yeah. So he the truth like, has been secretly revealed. brought Juiced and Christine to an idiot dinner with like Juiced as the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yo, look at, look at this guy. I was so dumb. And I was so smart. <laughs> uh, this, there's a scene I'm thinking about with the, um, what's his personal chiropractor? Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Who's like, I used to call girls yeah, oh my dogs. God. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And do, do like the, in college, like give a prize to the ugliest one. I was like, Whoa, what the hell? Like he's giving him props for this evil act and like kind of one upping him or showing him that he's on the same ground. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was filthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of a cool scene because it's like, it's not like everyone in the movie is like a better person than mm-hmm. him. Like you can see that he could find people. Yeah, and assumably the chiropractor, and it's it's like stated that he's like one of the best chiropractors. So he's also like this rich guy mm-hmm. who is also like fine with just like treating people like shit. Yeah, he's like one of those yes men, <laughs> or I guess they're all just like in a circle where they all are yes manning each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course this is acceptable behavior. All my bros think so. <laughs> yeah, it, Pierre, I remember he uses a an excuse uh, when he's talking to his wife. He's like, she's like, why are you bringing this like guy to your this dinner like this is horrible he's like well it would be bad but he's an idiot so it's <laughs> not bad. Like, it's, i was like, it's like okay. yeah, she's like yes that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's your logic fear like that is his that's how he's getting away with this mentally and i guess not feeling any yeah, remorse for, sure. for that yeah 
Well, he thinks he's literally he thinks he's literally above these people. Like, he thinks he's literally above these idiots, and that's so like they kind of deserve to be treated poorly because they're not on the same level as him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he lives on the fifth floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the left. <laughs> and they live in a basement to the right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm trying to work that one out. <laughs> Still struggling. <laughs> uh, je, ne, je ne comprends pas. <laughs> what is left in French? Gauche. Gauche. I love gauche. There's some good left and right jokes in this movie. Yeah, the character is gonna go left, they go right. I hate it. Big painting. Room. I actually like that that bit a lot. I think it builds oh, well to that. I love when he just like goes into the room and is like staring at everything. And Peter's like, "Yeah, those are just that's just a room full of useless." <laughs> and, and the rest of his apartment is empty. It makes perfect sense. What do we What do we think about the dinner that they feed uh, the tax on? I, whose I name? love that scene. I don't I, I want to talk about the white, the vinegar thing because I thought that was really smart, and I think it was playing on that idea of like class expectations because mm. he assumes that this like fine bottle of expensive wine is going to be like the most delicious thing. You want to explain it real quick? What happens? Sure, you do it. Okay, super quick. The Says they need here. they need the tax <laughs> inspector to find the address of the apartment that they think Pierre's wife is at. So they invite him over, but they don't want him to see all this fancy stuff that Pierre didn't pay tax on. So they have to pretend that he doesn't have money. And the only wine he has is really fancy. So they try and dilute it with vinegar, but it actually turns out to taste better. Mm-hmm. So they just pour the whole bottle of vinegar. And I think that's great because, yeah, it's like this really expensive wine. He thinks like this is going to be the most delicious thing. and He's going to be able to tell that it's expensive because obviously it's expensive wine. And then he waters it down with this thing that he would assume is like cheap and low class and whatever is going to make it so much worse. But that's actually so much more delicious and it's like he shouldn't expect less of people just because it doesn't they don't present as the same kind of wealth level of him mm-hmm. yeah it's cool yeah and then francois cooked up some omelet yeah, which, yeah. oh yeah it's with, apparently with a drop great of beer <laughs> Yo, the yeah, best there's, a, there's a drop of beer in it which makes mm-hmm. it that's, that's it? That's the secret? That's that was, the, that's that was the secret. secret. Drop a beer, single drop. Oh, Francois. <laughs> and again, the tax inspector, his friend, starts complimenting him on the omelet and how good it is. And then Pierre loses it and starts like yelling at him because he's yeah. like, where's my wife? And like, But it pisses him off so much to see that they're good pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that he gets, had an actual friend. Yeah, Pierre gets pretty mad. Like, <laughs> like it just like boom and back. And it's like, oh kind of weird scary he doesn't like hold back at all and (laughs) he'll like do these fits in front of a bunch of people and then just go back to his regular attitude and i found that very uncomfortable but i think it helps that the other characters react like Mm -hmm. they all seem like scared when he does that they do and i think you you understand like everything works out for him most of the time and he gets so frustrated that he has to deal with people who like don't like work for him or whatever like you even see the way he orders coffee in the first scene like, he just kind of yells it at, at a waiter who's going <laughs> yeah. by. Oh, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I think you understand why he's getting so frustrated, but also the other characters treat it as if it's not normal, and mm-hmm. it's, like, kind of kind of scary. Is that what we're going to serve, Kun, by the way? <laughs> uh, oh, the wine. Wine with some vinegar? I think we should do a themed dinner of some sort. Uh-huh. And I know this movie is anti-themed dinner. Wow. But, like, no, but, like, some sort of cool <laughs> thing. A nice thing. I think we have to hide all the expensive things in somebody's house. <laughs> it's usually tax on. Oh, could we do like a meal that's like under like a certain amount of money? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like we, we can only spend like, I don't that's know. That's good for my budget. I'm down for that. Yeah. But eating it. 
Would it be good? Would it be as good if we do like a really small budget? Like what would we Well, do? that would be the challenge. Ooh. So each person, you, you would have to make a, were you going to make Ed sauce? <laughs> I was going to make a sauce. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would have to. Are yeah, we collectively yeah. making the dinner or is it a contest? I think we should collectively make it. Yeah, we can yeah. make it together. Okay. Um, but yeah, what? We just have to put a budget on your sauce. Okay. You'd have a sauce budget. Uh, <laughs> I only need uh, hot sauce, grapes. <laughs> oh yeah, but what else is in there? Not a theme dinner. No, I'm into a theme dinner. I just I'm, don't. I'm, what is I'm it gonna be? Yeah, this is budget. Han, Hannah's off mic has something to say. Should you wanna you wanna hop on this? Off, um, when we're not recording. No, but we need to figure it out. Here. Yeah, it's you a episode. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the? I mean, what should we take from this movie? Yeah, yeah. I do the think the element? the idea of the movie, the main theme, is that uh, kindness is the the purest form of intelligence yes yes um so we could have a really a nice dinner where dinner. we find the nicest person <laughs> oh <laughs> we nicest and it's a contest oh do we all bring like a great dinner guest oh yeah yes. we all bring the nicest person <laughs> please could we all bring a really really nice person <laughs> yeah we all bring a really really <laughs> but they're not eating they're just <laughs> no they're just watching they're just, they're just building the ambiance. Yeah. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Talk about their hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of listens and enjoys it. That's great. <laughs> Stimulating and conversation. Them. That will. Uh... I think that'd be cool. You bring yeah. a, you try and bring a really good guest. It's like an anti uh, Le Diner du Con. No. Yeah. It's a Diner du. I don't know. Nice French. Yeah, Diner du Bon. Dinner of good. The good. The dinner of good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. I think that's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to all bring. We're going to have. Or people. or collectively, yeah, we, maybe we bring oh, one. Collectively, we decide yes. we find a great guest. Yeah, yeah, we find we find a great guest to bring to our great dinner, and they eat we, sauce with cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they, have, they have to have some like really unique hobby. I feel like it should be like Ari, but he's not in the city. <laughs> okay, so somebody with a unique hobby, right? Who's a really great, nice guest? Yes. Um, who's gonna eat the sauce with yeah. cunt? Add, we'll add more elements. So to that's the, the dinner episode. so far. That's our dinner so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. We need some food. Beautiful. I think, that, I think, that, I think that's going <laughs> yeah. to come up. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have, I mean, we're going to put the, the important sauce. stuff. We're going to have a sauce on Guess the burger, right? and sauce. Or we're going to have a burger for the sauce? No, we're just going to have a just sauce. We're just going to have a sauce. We'll see what the other episodes bring, True. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Because we're going to put the sauce on We could also take the wine. We could see if wine tastes good with vinegar in it. Do a little taste test, a little sample. Yeah, why not? If it convinced Pierre, I don't know. He was like... No. It's a good thing no After one could February hear that. After February 19th, yeah. I'm not. Oh my Not gosh. once this goes up. Yeah, once this goes up. <laughs> I don't. I also don't have to taste it. I can I just, just, yeah. just like teasing you. That's all right. <laughs> wow, off mic teasing. Are you trying? Are you uh, dissing Nara to feel better about yourself? Is this the Le Dene du Con? I did not watch that movie. Dene de old people. We're <laughs> <laughs> above the drinking age. Yeah, y'all are old and gonna. <laughs> y'all don't know what's cool with the kids. Y'all don't know what's hip. With their vaping wine. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, does anyone else have anything to say about it? Oh, I wait. I'm going to check my notes again before we wrap up. Um... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going in. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's what... <laughs> yeah, let's write this. Okay. okay. 
I don't think I have anything. I else feel like we kind of covered it. Yeah, I think it was covered. pretty straightforward. Great. Was there anything we missed? Any big? There's Boomerang Man. We got that. Man. We kind of friggin' killed that. We it's got a- <laughs> golf accident, back hurt. Yeah. Chiropractor. Um, chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Juice LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. Juice LeBlanc. Oh, there's a sequence I really like where the tax collector is coming and they shoot it like he's like a villain in a European action movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like and how, I like it a lot. I like that how like a bunch of people are set up to be villains, but they end up just being nice people. Yeah. 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 That, that that's, is yeah, a that's true. That's but a there's a, a part where the tax collector is making kind of jokes at their expense and then they kind of like... Uh, one of them like tells him to shut up or something and then he stands up in this way and he's almost like a raptor the, like he starts moving around the apartment in this really threatening way oh, and yeah, I think it's and very he's funny. like he like wipes the dust off the table yes like, exactly there was something here yeah. yeah that was pretty cool I thought that was fun that was a great move Legend. just as a tax <laughs> I don't know if I support the idea we're, we're getting to hear that he's a nice guy. The I tax think he, auditor? Yeah, because he's like completely celebrating the idea that Pierre's wife is cheating on him. And then it gets reversed on him. And he takes it pretty well, I guess. Yeah, he also takes joy about destroying people yes. uh, by auditing them. He asks but they're Pierre, rich people. But they're rich they're people who so- aren't yeah. paying taxes. Yeah. Well, when they're rich people, I'm on board. But when they're not... Yeah. That's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. When yes. they're not rich, then I don't... But it seems like it seems like this one guy is just rich people tax auditor Mm -hmm. but yeah what does Mm -hmm. what does francois do at the tax office is he also tax auditor i don't know i hope not because he was like some type of clerk yeah okay that's what i thought okay all right or like a receptionist or something he was seemed Mm -hmm. like he was at the front desk wasn't he maybe i don't remember i don't know i I also thought that he had a wife (laughs) (laughs) clearly i was the whole movie (laughs) he's talking about how his wife left him i know i thought he had a new wife I thought it was like, look, he's such an awesome guy. Everyone loves him. <laughs> oh, that's one thing I want to say super quick. Um, I like that they really make you understand why he latches onto Pierre. Yeah. And that he's in, in his mind, the exact same situation. Yeah. Because like his wife also left him for someone else. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, this is me. And I need to stick around and be there for him because mm-hmm. I don't have many friends. And no one was there for me. I also thought that was kind of like, yeah, it's like these, a lot of these, a lot of human problems like transcend. Um, Intelligence. Sure. <laughs> well, transcend your like uh, specific bubble. It's yeah. like the problems that affect the tax guy are the same problems that affect Pierre are the same problems that affect Francois. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet Pierre believes that he's, he's so he's different. Yeah, that he's so different and so and above all these other guys. It shouldn't happen to him ever. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another thing about what goes around comes around. The book was named The Merry-Go-Round. Oh. <laughs> it was. So my brain works. Random piece of information. All right. Another thing that about what goes around comes around is that there's credits at the start and end of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing that goes around and comes around is that you say whether it's whack or not. It's like, oh, that's the one that you should do it again. <laughs> Yes, I'll uh, go. I'll I don't go. know if it's going to come around, though. I feel like we're just talking now. <laughs> we're on a roll. Let's just keep going around. Tangents, um, tangents, tangents. I thought it was this nice movie. Mm-hmm. Um, showed a lot about humans and their interactions and how, yeah, I mean, I, some people are just assholes, and it's not good to be an asshole. Um, so I, I'm going to have to rate it pretty, <laughs> pretty low on the wax scale. Mm-hmm. I think 1.5. All right. My turn next. Yes. Um, I too think it is a uh, pretty not not that whack. I think it's a pretty conventional setup for a film. I think the way they use the female characters is kind of whack, but mm-hmm. then also a lot of like films that were made like pre like two thousand that weren't by like female directors were like that, especially mm-hmm. like big studio films. So that wasn't that whack considering like its time and place. 
Um, and I think it was just like, it was a pretty nice, fun film. So I'm also going to give it a 1.5. Mm. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm going to have to agree with that. I'm just going to echo those points. Uh, I felt the same way. Uh, I did like it, you know? Yeah, it was nice. Uh, I'm glad I watched it, but is it whack? No. No, it's not whack. I'm going to give it a one. Ooh. Oh, my God, a one. Whoa. It's not really whack at all, yeah. aside from some problematic elements, but yeah. like in terms of as a movie, like well, it's not really that whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to go. I thought it was going to go really low as a two, but then I'd be the highest. I think I'm gonna stay still at do two. it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really like. I, the I think the average is gonna be 1.5. Oh, is that our lowest? I think it'd be yeah. our lowest. Uh, Are you gonna? Oh, my math is right in my head. It is 1.5. It's 1.5. It's 1.5. My math was correct. You mean the machine? Yeah. Yeah. No, my head math before the machine tabulated. I like was like i think this is what it is mm. um so i could do the head math this time the so. machine booted up a lot faster this time and can i say thank god <laughs> <laughs> can i say i am insulted <laughs> what's your favorite french food french fries <laughs> yes sorry is that french food yeah, they're from belgium. what Boom. oh gotcha and so i was from belgium yeah when he was the movie producer uh i, I think there's a lot of great french cheeses probably blue cheese I like the idea of escargot. That mm-hmm. seems really oh, fun. Oh yeah, escargot conceptually. So yeah. Seb, so far your two films are the least whack. That's Ooh. a good track record, and I intend to keep it up. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. All right. <laughs> What's the second wackest movie we've done? The second wackest. So the wackest movie. Well, I know the wack. Yeah. The wackest is Good Burger. Then it's Head. Mm-hmm. And okay. then it's Total Recall. Yeah, it makes call. sense. Okay. It's a good scale. Then it's Uncle Drew. Okay. Then it's Spring Breakers. Okay. Then it's Cape Fear. Then it's okay. Dine du Camp. Yeah, Spring Breakers seems like it should be higher. Maybe a little higher. Yeah. I like this directory that's being made here of just the whackness. I really like that we yeah. can like go down like each whack movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a good bar. I wonder what's going to hit that five. Yeah. Oh, I got nothing. I, I feel uh, like when we do hit that five, we're going to have to save that episode for like a special occasion. Be like, <laughs> sorry, folks. <laughs> that's going to be a huge moment. Triple X, the return of Xander Cage. You think that's going to be a That's a tease. Wow. I think it's going to be high. It'll be my highest. All right. Who wants to sign us off? Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah, Citizen Kane is the wackest. <laughs> that's it. You don't have to listen to any more episodes. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. So what's coming up next? What's the next? Uh, next week, we're going to talk about Sausage Party. Oh, <laughs> my brother and I used to go to McDonald's. When we would go to McDonald's, we'd have short forms for everything we would we would order. Like we didn't ever order by saying it, but we would be like, so we wanted like a sausage and egg McMuffin. We'd say like a so egg muff. Oh, <laughs> so no. I used to call this movie so par, uh, and that's what we're gonna be watching next week. How was that gross? <laughs> Never mind. How was that gross? <laughs> Funky gets it. <laughs> Like, what's going on on this side of the room? That's, that's, that's nothing. Sorry. <laughs> that's on this side. That's <laughs> nothing for you. Someone want to actually sign off and say where you're fine. We're, we're going to. I just thought that you were closing and then I never mind. So. <laughs> you went into an anecdote. Yeah, because it's funny. Sorry. Next, next week, good watch. Good watch. Uh, so far. So far. So far. So yes. far. <laughs> We're having tune, a soap bar. Tune, tune in Wednesday for that. Yes. Tune in Wednesday. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At Insomniac Fest. Yes. Yeah. Stay updated. At Champagne Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's our side <laughs> account. <Show> sponsor. <laughs>
Drop, <laughs> yeah, drop us a yeah, line. Yeah, that's our yeah. <laughs> Drop us a line if you thought that um, our whack choices were wrong. Mm, if you right. really disagree, or if you think they're right, that's nice. We just like to hear from yeah, you. if you're I, listening, tell us, please. <laughs> tell us anything. Tell yes. us anything. Send us something. Um, rate us a five. Yes, please. Should we, please. Shout out, should we shout out everyone who's told us that they listen? I feel like we're in a radio transmission or like, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like this is like, I am legend when he's like sending out these transmissions and you're like, I have no someone, idea if please, anyone's please, 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 someone, please, please rate us on something. iTunes. Please. <laughs> is anyone? Who, who's, who's responding send, to send us? Send a pigeon. Um, David Vassa sent a really nice message. David Vassa. Nick White. Yeah. Nick White. Nick oh, did he? Yep. Shout oh, that's beautiful. Sarah Jackson. Oh, Fergus. yeah. Sarah Jackson said Fergus a really nice told message. told me to listen to it. Oh. Hey. Tim sent a... He actually rated it on iTunes, so oh, you don't want to... Let's go! Says, oh, is he complaining about my voice? No. He says, uh, Adam rules, Seb drool. <laughs> um, Wait a second. <laughs> Isaac said that we should... Uh... It's still a five. <laughs> I think that if we list everyone who's that's fi- that's over five listeners that's, that's, a lot, guys. that's, that's good if you I mean, tell us we'll mention a, you oh kun kun liked it yes <laughs> I, I think isaac liked it that's what good. did isaac say isaac said that we should outline what whack means more mm. that means you listen true yeah oh sabrina listened to the first half of the first episode <laughs> yes oh leo valeri listened oh, to yeah, the first leo episode did. and then watched spring breakers okay. this is the best segment we've done <laughs> Noah Gaiman, didn't he listen? He said he listened. Noah Gaiman did. I don't think he listened to the entire episode. Okay. But he did. I told my mom she's probably going to set it up sometime soon, give it a listen. Yeah, so. My parents don't know how to work it. Yeah. Barack yeah, Obama. Yeah. Listen. We've sent a lot of tapes to him. But I don't know if he's listened. Um, he sent back a no tape. <laughs> Still nice. Yeah. Uh, Reed Miller was confused. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he might have listened. He might have listened. Ryan Manning might have listened, made a joke on my... Instagram. Oh, there okay, you go. Might have, there you go. Might have listened. Yeah. If you are one of the people who might have listened, jerk. please confirm. <laughs> yeah. please Let confirm. us know. We, we want to know. You should we? Questions. We should do an audience segment. Like, uh, if you want us, to, we'll say anything yeah, you we'll want us to say, say online. Yeah. Just as send as us a message. If you made tell it, tell us to say something. To the Dene Decon episode, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> Uh, we won't put this out for months from now, so it'll be it'll be like in like six months that we say whatever you say because we're oh. recording this two months in advance. But we'll still do it. Yeah, You'll probably hear. more by the time this is released. Like two more million more people will have listened. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just a very short. <laughs> we're opening of, up the gates. Yeah. yeah. So people then who, we're gonna regret having be said someone this. new in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. In, yeah. In March, hopefully. <laughs> okay, we're gonna end this we have for to pee wrap break. Up. Pee yes. break time. Everybody right. go, go pee. Thanks for listening. Thank um, you. Wait, how should we end this? Well, how does this donated oh. call end? We should do a freeze frame. Ah. How, what's an audio freeze frame? You just oh, yell? Saying something <laughs> and stop but. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's up? Thanks for listening to another episode of our podcast, which is called Is It Whack? Which, assumably, you already know at this point because it's the end of the episode. Uh, Thank you to Ian Mills for our music and thank you to Emma Kudlack for our art. Next week, we're going to be talking more food movies. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Sausage Party. So come back, listen to that. 
And until then, I just hope you enjoy your week. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy that week. All right. See you soon. Uh, I'm waving right now. I hope you're waving back. Bye. Oh, yeah, also Insomniac Fest on Instagram and uh, insomniacfestival.com on the rest of the internet if you want to learn more about us. Okay, now bye for real. I'm waving again. Bye.